Do you want to reach your potential? We all do, but how to do it can be a challenge. Join me as I review an excellent book about the new science of self-actualization. What does it mean to love and work well? And how do I pursue what truly matters? Working at the intersection of business and psychology, I help you answer these questions and more so you can focus priorities, inspire change, lead with courage, and live with more joy today. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Welcome to the Pursue What Matters podcast, where we focus on what it takes to thrive in love and work. So I have another book review for you this month, the end of the month, it's that time. Um, And this book is something I've certainly referenced before in the podcast. It's so full of really good, useful information. Um, And so the book I have for you is Transcend, The New Science of Self-Actualization. It's by Scott Barry Kaufman, PhD. He's a psychologist. He has a very popular um, podcast. I think it's called The Psychology Podcast. Anyway, so if you like some of the topics that we cover today, maybe check out his podcast. It's very popular. It's very geeky. So if you're into psychology, um, it's really fun. But it's also got lots of great concepts that are just helpful for everyday living. Okay, so let's let's um, learn a little bit more about the book. So this is a bold reimagining of Maslow's hierarchy of needs with new insights for living your most fulfilled and connected life. Uh, so many of you have probably heard of Abraham Maslow. And if you haven't heard of him, you've probably heard of the hierarchy of needs. You probably learned about it in psychology 101 or in high school psychology. Think about the pyramid where we think about um, our basic safety needs are at the base of that pyramid. And then as we get those basic needs met, we move up that pyramid. We move up that hierarchy where we get needs met for self-esteem and for love and connection and purpose and meaning. Um, Now, the funny thing is Maslow never talked about this as a pyramid. And so, you know, it's the message that has been sent um, isn't really consistent with Maslow's research. And so Transcend really takes Maslow's research and then all of the decades of research since Maslow and really brings us a new comprehensive model for understanding self-actualization. Okay, so when psychologists Scott Barry Kaufman first discovered Maslow's unfinished theory, so that's important to keep in mind, of transcendence, sprinkled throughout a cache of unpublished writings, he felt a deep resonance with his own work and life. In this groundbreaking book, Kaufman picks up where Maslow left off, unraveling the mysteries of the furthest reaches of human potential and integrating the latest research on attachment, creativity, purpose, and other building blocks of a life well-lived. And so that's really what this this book does really well. It talks about uh, how do we have a life well lived. He talks about purpose. He talks about creativity. He talks about growth. He talks about um, love and intimacy. It's a really powerful book. Um, I hope that you enjoy it as much as I did. So uh, just a quote to get us going on this from Irvin D. Yalom. He wrote the book that's known as the Bible on group therapy. He said, Maslow is destined in my view to be rediscovered many times before the richness of his thought is fully assimilated. 
So now let's learn a little bit more about Scott Barry Kaufman. So again, he's a psychologist who's taught at Columbia, University of Pennsylvania, New York University, and elsewhere. He writes the column Beautiful Minds for Scientific American and hosts the Psychology Podcast. And it's a really fun podcast, so I would highly recommend it. It's received more than 10 million downloads. Um, This book was written in 2020, so I'm sure he's had more downloads since then. Um, and so he, he collects the research of Maslow. He also conducts his own research and that's really what you see here in this book. So now let's hear what others are saying about the book. So from Angela Duckworth, she is the researcher and author of Grit. So what a masterpiece, Maslow 2.0, a must read for anyone who wants to understand what Maslow meant by self-transcendence, part biography, part treatise, part how-to guide. I loved it. And so when you think about transcendence, I just want you to think about um, what helps us to reach our full potential? What helps us to have greater well-being? Um, and so there are lots of components to this, but that's really the heart of what we're uh, what we're looking at. And then from Adam Grant, who I really like, he said Scott Barry Kaufman does a first-rate job uh, restoring the classic pyramid based on Maslow's own revisions and updating self-actualization in light of contemporary science. Um, and then from Ryan Holiday, Scott Barry Kaufman is one of my favorite thinkers about the psychology of getting better and growing as a person. So of course, I'm not going to try and um, do a full summary of the book, but I do want to just share um, some highlights that I think can be really helpful. So one of the things that we think about with Maslow and his work, so he was very influential. You can think about the influence of Freud and of Jung and Maslow, um, all kind of around the same same sorts of um, contributions to psychology. And Maslow really pointed to what later would become the third wave of psychology. It's uh, it's known as the third wave of psychology, and that is positive psychology. And it's really asking the question, how do we reach our potential as humans? What increases our well-being? And this third wave of psychology was a huge shift in psychology because before that, psychology was very clinic, clinical-based. It was very um, deficit base. So it was looking at um, pervasive mental illness. It was taking a very um, a very medical um, view of individuals and wasn't really looking at normative development. It wasn't looking at our growth potential. Um, and Maslow is really the first psychologist that started paying attention to how do we reach our potential, what increases our well-being. And of course, since then, we have had this third wave of psychology that has exploded. Um, Martin Seligman um, really started a lot of that foundational research, and now it's just, it's blossomed, and it's it's very, very cool. Uh, and so one of the things that we learn in the book um, that Kaufman spends, it's kind of the foundation of the book, is thinking about two categories of needs, um, known as security needs and 
growth needs. So when we think about security, we've got three components that he really pays attention to. And these are really kind of how the book is organized. So first is safety. And that's when we think about secure attachment. Um, Kaufman says there's no such thing as a completely securely attached person. All of us are at least a little bit anxious and avoidant when stress rears its head in our relationships. And so with safety, he talks about attachment and attachment styles, which is a really good discussion. The next component um, that helps to build security is connection. And so when we have our physiological and safety needs met, um, then we really can emerge into love and affection and belongingness needs. Now I'm going to be doing a whole podcast on belonging. So I'm excited to share more of that with you. Um, but Kaufman says when one feels belonging, one feels accepted and seen. And when one is deprived of belonging, one feels rejected and invisible. So the third component of security needs is self-esteem. And Maslow teaches about healthy self-esteem. He said, all people in our society have a need or desire for a stable, firmly based, usually high evaluation of themselves for self-respect, um, for self-esteem, and for the esteem of others. And that was Maslow um, that, that taught that. And and that's very true, right? If you just think um, anecdotally about your own experience, if you think low of yourself, it's hard for you to have well-being. It's hard for you to connect and to have loving connection in your life. And so having a healthy self-esteem is one of the strongest correlates of life satisfaction. So people who have um, healthy self-esteem, have higher life satisfaction. And then we know that low self-esteem is one of the biggest risk factors for depression. And so those are the three components of our security needs. Uh, safety, which includes attachment, connection, and then self-esteem. So now let's look at the second category of needs that uh, Kaufman really explores in the book. And those are the growth needs. And with the growth needs, there are three components of that. So first we have exploration. Second, we have love. And third, we have purpose. So with exploration, what Maslow taught and what the research really points to is that as humans, we have a need for exploration, the desire to seek out and make sense of novel, challenging, and uncertain information and experiences. It is an irreducible fundamental need. And that's what Kaufman teaches in the book. Uh, so we know that coping with uncertainty is a big challenge in life and one that for sure can bring a lot of anxiety. But uncertainty also has its delights. Think about travel. Think about visiting a new country. Think about um, signing up for an obstacle course or a race. Um, we as humans seek novelty. Now, we need that novelty balanced with predictability, but exploration is core to our human needs. So, you know, it's often necessary to leave the safety of familiarity, at least to some extent, in order to grow. Now, you know, I can just think about my own life and the moments where I've had the most growth have been when I have moved out of my comfort zone, right? I can think about moving away um, for college as being a high growth um, period um, doing graduate school, where it's all new and foreign. It was like a whole new world and that um, we need exploration in order to grow. 
Um, the other thing that Kaufman teaches is that it takes courage to grow, right? Because we have to cope with uncertainty. We have to cope with the risk. And so if you're highly risk aversive, if you are high anxiety, it can be hard for you to explore. So you're going to need to push yourself a little bit more on that. And then the second component of the growth um, needs is love. So from Eric Fromm, love is the only sane and satisfactory answer to the problem of human existence. I love it. Um, love is what it's all about. And so what Maslow found um, in a clinical study of healthier people who have their love need satisfied. So right, they they report um, lots of love in their life. They need less to receive love. So they're less needy, right? They're more grounded within themselves. And here's the other good news: they are more able to give love. So they're free with their love. They have empathy and care for others. And so in this sense, they are more loving people. Um, so in the upcoming podcast about um, belonging, I'm going to talk more about the be realm need or be love. Um, I talked about that also with the three questions for getting your needs met. Um, so when we, when we think about love in terms of growth, we don't need to receive um, love except in steady, small maintenance doses. And, and so, right, like when we have a baseline of love in our lives, we can go without it for a little bit. Um, but when we have a deficit of love, it makes us very needy. It, it moves us to tunnel vision. Um, and so instead of needing, growth love is admiring. Instead of striving for satiation, uh, growth love is it usually grows rather than disappears. Um, and, you know, this kind of growth love is really enjoyable. So Sharon Salzberg, who is a um, Zen teacher, um, she talks about real love. And it's this innate capacity we each have to love um, in this everyday sort of love. Recognizing that love is a freely given gift. We all have deep reservoirs of love within us that we can tap into anytime to generate even more love in our lives. Um, and so that is the second component of those growth needs. And then the third component of the growth needs is purpose. Uh, I love this one. Um, the need for purpose can be defined as the need for an overarching aspiration that energizes one's efforts and provides a central source of meaning and significance in one's life. Uh, because if you are living your life just for you, you're not going to be happy. You're not going to have good well-being. Having a purpose can often, often causes a fundamental reordering of the most central motives associated with the self. Think about, um, for those of you who have children, the moment you have your first child, your life is reordered. Everything shifts. Um, and, you know, parenting while challenging is one of the most purpose-driven and meaningful activities we can engage in as humans. So those who are most self-actualized pursued their calling, not happiness. That reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from Viktor Frankl, who says, those who pursue success will inevitably fail. And he says that it is much like um, happiness. If we pursue happiness, we're not going to find it. Um, happiness and success are the byproduct of committing yourself to a purpose greater than yourself. That can be to another person. That can be to a meaningful mission. Uh, purpose is energizing. It moves you beyond yourself. And Nietzsche said, he who has a why to live 
can bear almost any how. And this, of course, became Viktor Frankl's motto when he was in the concentration camps. Uh, of course, his book, Man's Search for Meaning, this sense of meaning and purpose is what carried him through and helped him to survive the very incredible incredibly difficult situations that he found himself in. So having a calling called into the future um, can be can really help us to have greater well-being in our lives. And so there is a little snapshot of um, the book Transcend. Again, it has so much great research, so many really wonderful nuggets. Um, and so again, we think about two classes of needs, security needs and growth needs. And within security, the, the components of that include safety, connection, and self-esteem. Within growth, they include it includes exploration, love, and purpose. And that when we have all of these in place, we move towards transcendence the heights of human potential, where we can contribute at our highest level, where we're living to purpose, we have more creativity, um, we're more effective and productive. And so I would highly recommend this book. I have, I can't tell you how many times I have referenced it, um, both in my personal life and professionally. It's really an excellent resource. So head on over to my website to check out the show notes with the resources for this episode at www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash uh, two zero four dash transcend book review T R A N S C E N D B O O K R E V I E W. So I will link to um, the book and also um, to uh, Kaufman's podcast, psychology podcast. It's a really great resource. Um, and I would love it if you would review the podcast on um, Apple or Spotify and connect with me on Instagram at, doc, at dr.melissasmith. Um, I'm always sharing more resources related to the podcast that I hope can be helpful for you. In the meantime, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Remember, love and work, work and love. That's all there is. Until next time, take good care. 